Oh, Braxton. So like Brady had like a going away party, right? And when I live with him, like for whatever reason, it's not whatever reason. I kind of started, but like I would just start singing like church hymns. <laughs> torches, torches, run with torches. Sorry, that's yeah, a, that's yeah, a that one. That's, that a, one. that's a Lutheran banger. So sorry about that. <laughs> I haven't heard those remixes yet. <laughs> K put up a Spotify like group listen, shared it with the group. So I went and I I put on some church bangers on there, and um, they just had you to sit through one... it. One. One church banger on. Yeah, but then it leads to another. You can't tell me you just listened to one. We just listened to one and sat in silence. No, we didn't know what to do at so that point. Hard. So we're just, it's like about 1030 at night and we're just sitting outside my house around a fire. And then all of a sudden it goes, <laughs> Jesus, Lamb of God. <laughs> do you know how long it took to find that on Spotify? I went through probably like four different songs until <laughs> I found the right one. Oh my God. It was great because uh, we listened to it and then we reflected. We reflected on our sins. I was about to so say, it was good, you it bunch was good of, for us. You fucking bunch of sinners definitely needed that more than anyone else <laughs> in <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> yes, we did. So it was it was a good song, good song choice, and we we were able to repent. So it was a win win. That's funny. Anyone get so uh, so inspired? They just t posed in front of the fire pit, or I did back in San Diego, though. <laughs> oh my god! Well, there's a ruckus no. in my apartment. I have to go calm it down. Damn. Speaking of a ruckus, Evo was last weekend, and holy shit, was it funny? God, God, I what happened? Um, well. They announced a bunch of shit, but mainly I only was watching the Guilty Gear stuff, and it started okay. on Friday. So Friday was just like pools. So that's where every average Joe just comes in there and like flicks buttons around and doesn't know what the hell they're doing. So it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day is like, uh-oh, the pros are in town. So then all those average Joes, they just kick them to the curb, and it's just like, yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. But sometimes he gets someone some got pregnant. Oh. No one got pregnant at Evo. Well, actually, I can't guarantee that. It was in Vegas, and it was in a hotel. So Idom almost impregnated me. <laughs> well, you mean on his tournament run through uh, Street Fighter? Dude, he like was. He just said, "You know what? Today seems like a good day to take out the Japanese gods of fighting games." Except and he did one. it until he reached fucking new dude on the scene i mean i guess uh, I, I saw some recaps i guess it was last game last uh last round so. dude it was so fucking hype it was it was incredible i don't really watch street fighter like that so uh, i wasn't really paying attention to it but i heard it was exciting so i think That's i like I street fighter a lot because i don't really understand the things that are going on so it just looks like super cool <laughs> and i'm afraid that if i learn how to play i'm just gonna be like oh 
This, this is it's kind of mid. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin the magic. You like, you like it? Yeah. You like it right now. Right? I feel like it's the opposite with me for like at least for Guilty Gear is like, oh, I know what they're doing. I just can't execute to the level that they're doing it. So oh, then it's sure. all about like when they're doing like mix ups and shit like that. I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe it. It, it it's like block strings go that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, man has been in the corner for like twenty seconds, just getting yeah, smacked. Especially like since like most of the pros are playing Zato and Happy Chaos, I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'm blocking for forty Ever. seconds. We'll put the timer on. I guess I'm sitting in the corner for half the round. <laughs> yeah, you're in timeout, big boy. <laughs> but yeah, Evo was cool for what I saw. So that's really all I was doing last weekend. And then I missed the last round because I don't live on the Pacific Pacific Coast. Dude, it was getting it was late, late for me. Saturday went on until like 2.30, 2 or 2.30. My time. Damn. Yeah, yeah they fucked his, up his time, which means it was four yeah, thirty. So I I woke up and I was like, oh, let me check the results because <laughs> I was like, I'm not watching. And they were this. like recent. Yeah, they're, they're all still going. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, looks like they announced all these new characters at two o'clock in the morning. That's awesome. That was a time where I thought Chad was actually funny because grand finals for Dragon Ball on Saturday. People were just like, yo, I don't care who wins anymore. I just want to sleep, please. (laughs) (laughs) Why did that end up going that long? Was it just the amount of people that were competing? I think it was that. And then they underestimated how much time they had to allocate towards Twitch ads this year. Oh, like I had even I had an I have an ad blocker on Twitch, so I don't get like the pop out. Uh, ads that twitch does but then evo the stream itself does its own ads for like you know graphics cards fight sticks etc etc um but literally it would and i don't know i don't know if it's the same for like all of the games because you know the entry pool is different for all the other games but it would be like you watch maybe two or three matches then like a fat like five minute commercial break and then, you know, three more matches and then another five minute commercial break. And then when they transition commentators, maybe it's another hour that they transition and pools are playing. And it was it was a lot. A lot of free time. Yeah. A lot of people watch Evo for Sunday. And that's usually like all the grand finals and whatnot. Top eights for like all the major games. Pools was fun, though. I, I had a lot of fun watching some of the pools matches. Some of them were like, damn, I could wait. I could beat somebody in this game. And then some That's of the what I'm saying, pools. dude. <laughs> like, like, if if we do like it next I, I, year and we don't go up against killers, I think we can at least make it to the second I, round. I, I feel like I can either take a game or make it to the second round if I get the right opponent. Because some of those matches I was watching, I was like, "Oh, you guys are, you guys are all right." But then again, a lot of people say like tournament nerves, like being in person and like the crowds, like it affects you. And I'm sure that's true. But, no doubt. Unless you just like but, fucking robot. But rip to them, I'm built different. So <laughs> just gonna I'm just gonna pop buster three consecutive times in a row bro, my way to the finals. Bro, <laughs> that match that was like a second round match. That shit was so funny. 
That's that ridiculous. That, that, was the th- that dude had nerves. And you know what? I even think the pot had nerves. Because, like, honestly, who the fuck does that? Like, that's oh, shit I, you do on online. I would do that. That'd be so funny. Like, if but I testing if I, it out on Evo, listen, dude. <laughs> if I was at Evo and they told me my match wasn't on stream, I'd pick, like, you know, Ram, Nagaruki, someone, like, viable. But if they told me my match was going to be on stream, I'm picking pot. I'm Kara Putt mustering you on round start, and I won't stop doing it. (laughs) (laughs) You have one chance. Yeah, that guy's a legend. Good for that guy. The chat was going nuts when he was doing that. That shit was so funny. So, in layman's terms, Matt, the grappler of the game, Potemkin, he has a command grab that... On an average character, will take out like two third or like a third, maybe a little bit over of your health, right? It's mm-hmm. pretty hard to get though, because you need to be in pretty close proximity in Guilty Gear. This dude did it three times in a row, oh, and so just how long was the match, Braxton? Like ten seconds. Probably, yeah, that match was like ten seconds long. Jesus. It was, it was, I clipped. Someone clipped it, and I uploaded it on Twitter. It, it was probably like a fifteen-second, twenty-second match. Not even. Jesus. It yeah. was so funny. That man got it, washed fast. Got and it's even b- funnier with like the commentary and even the crowd. You can hear the crowd in the background. They're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. Grapplers are always fun to watch at Evo. They're the so underdogs. But yeah, that's uh, that was my weekend. Other than that, I've just been working. And I'll be playing golf this weekend and trying to save money so I can buy more electronic equipment eventually nice i am going to a concert tomorrow night so i thank both of you for being able to join tonight and then after that i'm going to vegas for a friend's birthday which that schedule is gonna be hectic as fuck i think i told you guys this post evo vegas nice huh post evo vegas post stevo post evo oh post evo yes <laughs> post stevo vegas got yes, it yes. <laughs> oh man and i'm missing you by like a week matt yeah i'll be there on wednesday you're gonna go okay. see wet panties live right exactly nice my own my own as well you both seeing silk sonic or, or are you strictly i am oh rob's on the grind then yeah, Rob's on the grind. I'm only going there for Silk Sonic. It's a good concert. And to go to Roy Choi's restaurant. Oh, you're going to Best Friend? Going to Best Friend. So everything for us is at the MGM. Nice. The concert's dude. at the MGM. Nice. Best Friend's at MGM. And our yep. hotel's at MGM. You never nice. have to leave. <laughs> exactly. And then you can gamble to your heart's content. This is true. I'm, I'm too afraid to gamble, though. I got yelled at twice. Playing blackjack and I've never played again. Wait, where in Pato? At Pato, they yelled at me. Wait, the people at the table or the dealer? The people at the table. Oh, because you didn't so play mad. for the table, dude. Yeah, I've, I've had, exactly. I've been Fuck there. those yeah. people. We uh, all I've been, been there. there. They got, bro, it was rough, and I, I lost like what? Only like a hundred. It wasn't a lot, dude. It's yeah, a but lot. How much, yeah, but how much? It was a. It's the emotional toll. Yeah, but how much did you <laughs> lose for them? That's the real question. That's probably why they yelled at you. Um, 
Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> That's probably why. It's okay. You know, they just walked. Braxton shared the chart. You're good now. No more I yelling. Did share the, I did share the chart. I know. Apparently, you can hold that chart out too. Yeah, yeah that's, dude. That's it's a they have chart. cards at the gift shop that like have that chart on there. So you, you could look. You could just ask the up. dealer. The dealer will tell you. Like they didn't have a stake <laughs> in it. That's so dope. They, they want you to win money so that you can tip them. So they they're on your side too. True. True. But don't listen to me. When I used that chart the last time I was in Vegas, I lost like eight hundred bucks, and then my sister went, and then my sister ignored me half the time, and she won like two hundred. So. Jesus. So, yeah, don't listen to me. Just do what you want. Do what your heart feels was right. My heart feels I shouldn't be at the table. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I will listen to that part. Yeah, dude. You, it's it's all gut feeling. Like you really just have to, but it, you have to follow it. But um, alcohol loosens that gut up pretty quick. If anything, if anything, I'm gonna surf the slots. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, but like he wins, dude. At my bachelor party, <laughs> he was like, I mean, it wasn't big amounts, but like it was a big amount. Every no. three, every three rolls, like you won like two dollars. I think you won like twenty dollars at one point. Oh, you gotta scout. You gotta you gotta watch the people <laughs> that are losing. You sound like, and then when they leave, just like, all right, I'm gonna take that. You sound like my, you sound like my nana. You sound like my nana <laughs> and my sister. That's who you saw. Who, who did I learn that from? I learned it from my grandma. Yep. So <laughs> it's a trick. It's I, it's a good one. I've only seen Try one person out. hit the jackpot on a slot machine, and it was my sister's boyfriend. And it was literally Ooh, it was his how last much? like twenty thousand? Mm, well, it was a penny slot. So he won like two grand. Ooh. Two grand on a penny. That's crazy. Yeah, I think he won two grand, if I remember correctly. But I just remember he was, because he was trying to learn blackjack, and I was trying to teach him, but he lost a lot of money, and he was kind of pissed off, and so he was using the last of his money on the penny slots, and we were just making fun of him, because it was just like, why would you waste your time? <laughs> and then, I, you know, I wasn't paying attention. None of us were paying attention. And then he hit the jackpot, and the machine was ringing. And I was like, huh, this seems to be ringing for a long time. What the hell Did happened Did you break it? <laughs> Yeah, we were like, what the hell's going on here? And then the number just kept going up. And we were like, oh, my God. And then me and him were like running up and down the casino, like celebrating, high five. Dude, that's crazy. So it was so cool. It was the coolest moment. I will never see anyone like win a slot machine probably in my life other than that time. I just imagine you like running up and down the the aisles and people like freaking out like, oh, my God, which machine, which machine? And you're just looking at him dead eye, like the penny slot, the penny slot. And it was yeah, like, oh, now okay, they know. back to not caring. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. They're well, like, all right, stay away from that machine. Dollar hand on Baccarat really quick and <laughs> triple oh, that god. shit. Oh god! <laughs> is Baccarat the the dice game? You roll that? I don't know. Baccarat for me is like how I appreciate Street Fighter. I hear about stories where people win big, and the less I understand, the more it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is um, if you ever played uh, one of the 007s on Game Boy, you had to play Baccarat to get past this one level. So I got really good at Baccarat just for that game, but then I forgot it. All right. I I Googled it. I remember it was a difficult game. It's a card game. Uh, yes. and that's all I know about uh, Baccarat. It is a card game. <laughs> I don't know. And it's very, about. it's very gameable. Apparently who got caught. Was it Tiger? Tiger Woods got caught with someone. 
Because like what, you could do, it's like rock? black chat where you can do like spotting and stuff like that. Oh, Tiger Woods was cheating. Yeah, in a game. What? In a game, not in a relationship. This time. <laughs> no, yeah, but <laughs> why was he cheating in the game, dude? dude I swear. Let me let me check. No, because there's like this big uh, baccarat player. Um, I think this is like on the ESPN podcast, and there's just like this lady who knows how to like game the system and you just need like a spotter and i think she got tiger woods to help her out one time that's crazy she's probably just like i need you to distract them because you're tiger woods oh you know where i play i'm reading the rules of baccarat right now the last time i quote unquote played baccarat was when i was playing um oh shoot what's it called uh 999 Cause there's a puzzle in nine 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 that deals with getting close to nine because of obviously it's the theme of the game, but uh, also because baccarat, like you're betting on whatever hand is closest to nine. So I, I I understand this game, yeah. And it wasn't Tiger Woods; it was the Tiger Woods of poker, Phil Ivy. Phil Ivy <laughs> was caught cheating um, with someone. Damn. which is crazy because you know like oh. it is like a he's like a fucking celebrity poker player he's already making it big but you know that's how you know someone has a has a has a rush addiction mm-hmm. you just need to win hey you know what you baccarat, to feel that. as i'm reading the rules of baccarat this seems kind of fun because it's, oh, no. it's totally f- you can just be fueled well, monster. I, I, you know i like gambling i mean that's my thing but I, I i've always liked a blackjack boy but this doesn't like I, sometimes i feel like i need to mix it up like i see people playing craps i don't know how to play that i see people playing like baccarat i don't know how to play that kind of just become a baccarat boy maybe braxton's like i'm trying to diversify the ways i can lose my money <laughs> I need to diversify my portfolio, all right? I need to anti-diversify is what I need to do. The losses were just not blank track. I was about to say, if you you spread your losses around, it makes it feel better, you know? If you want to lose money fast, uh, you remember that time we went to Vegas, uh, Braxton, and we found the war table? Oh, you played, that's right. Yes, you could play war at a casino. It's like it's like twenty dollar hands. I've never lost forty dollars faster in my life. You literally, <laughs> you literally sat down, played a ground, lost, played a second round, lost, and you were like, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> Wait, so they just deal it? Quit. Yeah, it's one. It's like the most <laughs> anticlimactic table game. They just go boom, boom, and then yeah. And then it's like, like, boom, boom, here's your money, or boom, boom, give me your money. That's it. It was, yeah, I was like, oh, this could be fun because I, like, don't need to learn anything. (laughs) Um, But little did I know I would learn so much in that one minute of my life. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. That's funny. Yeah. $20 a hand. All kinds of games you can play at casinos. And you just had to play war. Yeah, true. You know what they say? Make babies, not war. Make babies. Make Baccarat, not war. Make penny I slots. Might, next time I gamble, I may try and... <laughs> Make penny slots. I may try to uh, do a little Baccarat, see see how that goes. All right, hit me up. I'll be at the war table for like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down 500. 
I thought I had it. I think the reason why I haven't played Baccarat at all is because anytime I'm in any casino, the entirety of the Chinese population is surrounded by the Baccarat table because apparently that's like a really popular yeah, that's, Chinese that's game. That's a huge Chinese so game. Really? Literally, that's where a lot of the high rollers go, bro. Yeah, I mean, so it sounds like I, I would just be, there'd be no way to get in because most of the times I'm in a casino and there's Baccarat available, it is, you, you're entering Chinatown in that part of the casino and you can't get in. There's just, there's not enough tables. You feel segregated by their system or uh, is it well, more the, like a supply and demand kind of thing? I, I'm segregated by the system of no one's going to get off of the table and let me in. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, most of the players of Baccarat that I've seen are like like older Chinese people who have money and just are there to party, right? So they're just there to like throw money down. They're like serious players, and they've just got a lot of cash flow. So it's normal that you just won't get a seat at a Baccarat table at peak hours because everyone's already like hoarding the table that i've seen i mean obviously i can't speak for every casino but just the ones that i've been to that's usually what the what the vibe's been yeah men's are crazy right now too unless you're like playing in old vegas everything's up to 25 now dude uh last time i was in vegas there's there's some 15 dollar tables but you got to go like in not the anymore afternoon yeah no not even dude i was it's like 25 i was there during the day it was a weekend too that's the thing Maybe no, because I, I was day, in, we were at, um, I forgot what, we were at the hotel that was close to the MGM for the concert, and they had $15 tables at like, uh, like, ooh, probably either early afternoon or like really late, like after two, like one or two. Like, you just have to, you, but peak hours are going to keep it to 25 men. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, man. There's an intro in there somewhere. So, what do, you, what do you say we move along? The gambling boys. Uh, <laughs> the gamblers. Welcome back to the Blackjack Boys podcast. Hey, I don't, I don't mind that. That's a, that's a nice name. Or, or Baccarat. The Baccarat Boys. No, the okay, okay, hold on. We were doing that. Welcome back. To the Baccarat Boys podcast. Joined by me is my fellow co-host and big money slanging Chinese tourist, Braxton. I wish I had big money. Honestly, if I won the lottery that someone just won in Illinois, no Oof. no less. In Des Plaines. I would take half of that money, go straight to Vegas. Just run through it. Hell no. Yeah, you might have a problem. That might actually you might actually have a problem. Literally, you have all the money you could need. Yeah, that's why I split it in half. You save half, and then the other's for pleasure. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's a problem. Thing. That's confirmed problem. Yeah, that's also funny. confirming if there's any problems is a uh, pit boss, Matt. Hello. Boss and the pit. me, your favorite casino janitor, Rob. So, all this gambling talk, but we're not talking about the real gamble, the thrill of the hunt, Monster Hunter Rises, Loots, Braxton, how's that been going? Oh, Loot, ha, that's funny. Uh, 
Well, it was going good, uh, but then I uh, downloaded Guilty Gear Season 2 Pass, so I stopped playing for a little bit. <laughs> nice. And also, I, can, I don't blame you. And also, uh, so where am I at in Rise? I'm at Hunter level 6 now? 5 now? I don't remember. I just beat the like one of the rampages or whatever. Um, but yeah, I like it. I like the mobility. Um, I just switched over to Sword and Shield recently. I was playing Gunlance to start. I'm doing Sword and Shield now. And then I'll switch to uh, Giant Sword a little bit Great later. Sword? Great Sword, yeah. I forgot. That's um, all I've been sticking <clears throat> with. But the fact that I'm playing vanilla, I, I guess I... It's weird. It's, it's funny because... I'm glad I didn't buy Vanilla Rise. And uh, some of the DLC bonuses are kind of attributing to this, but I have not really felt challenged at all because of the Defender gear that they give you because they want you to just say, okay, this part's done. Let's just get you into Sunbreak. Hurry up, get in there. Let's go, come on. This is the real game. Um, so, so far, I'm just kind of... I'm not really thinking in any of my hunts. I'm just kind of going through the motions, which is, you know, whatever. I I, I like hunting. It's fine. But, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's just like I can't I can't do this for long stretches or I'll just get bored. Um, I, I, that's exactly where I'm at right now. I just feel like I'm stuck in the gameplay loop. And uh, I've just been I tried switching it up by, like, following guides for, like, high rank gear and stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing. But now I don't know if it's even worth like the extra attack when uh when we're playing and you're just smacking away at the monsters and i have to cover my ears because because <laughs> of their roar because i don't have my <laughs> defender set on yeah i mean it, it's it's pretty trivialized i mean i i haven't built i haven't built any armor or any weapons because they aren't better than what the defender set's giving me so i'm just using that as an opportunity to stack up on mats if i need them um, in case, you know, I, I need to build anything in Sunbreak when I eventually get it. But, you know, for now, I mean, I guess this is what people felt like when Iceborne came out and they did the same thing with Monster Hunter World. They just gave people the Defender set and said, all right, hurry up, let's get you to Iceborne. And Iceborne was really good. So, I, if you know, if they put the same care and love into the Sunbreak content as they did with Iceborne, I... I won't be disappointed. And I'm still having fun. It's not like it's a bad game or anything. It's just now that it's incredibly easy, I don't really have much of a drive to do much other than just keep fighting, keep leveling up, just keep moving. So. Yeah. I I really only feel a draw to go back whenever like we party up because solo is just kind of like, at least for the hunt I'm on right now, the thing is just like a damage sponge. And I, I would, I've spent like an hour on two different hunts and have not come up with anything so i kind of just needed to put a pause on it but other than that yeah it's it's very decent i like a lot of the weapon armor designs more than world um they just seem a lot more like vibrant and like they came from the the monsters and they also look way more anime than the the world stuff which kind of had like a realistic aspect to it yeah i guess i could see that i mean i haven't I, I guess I can't say that because I haven't seen many of the armor sets yet because I haven't even bothered to look. But <laughs> it's but, not even worth the bother. But I got a I got the Amaterasu skin for my dog, so that's cool. 
I could give Ooh. I could give my cat a Sonic the Hedgehog outfit if I wanted to, but I don't. Um, and other than that, yeah. I mean, because in Monster Hunter, which one was it? Monster Hunter World, I gave my cat the Mega Man skin where he was like a pixelated, like 32-bit blocky Mega Man, which is really funny. Um, and what did I do in 4? I don't, well, actually, maybe I did that in 4. I don't even remember. But it's just so funny seeing, like, the, the evolution of the series. Like, they give you, like, Monster Hunter is like Dark Souls in the sense that they keep the same elements across all the games. Like, if you're playing Dark Souls 1 and you're going all the way to Dark Souls 3, you're still using Estus Flasks. You're still using all the same, you know, there's still the same kunai, there's still the same knives, all the miscellaneous items that some people don't even use. And it's the same thing with Monster Hunter. Like, back in the day, you know, I, I don't, are paintballs still a thing in Rise? Like, it, back in Monster Hunter 4, in, like, the old Monster Hunters, you couldn't see where the monster was on the map. So once you saw the monster, you had to throw a paintball on it and then go follow it all over the place. But they just, they give you traps. They give you the location of the enemies now. They just, they give you rations, which was never really a thing until World. Like, you used to have to, like, actually hunt animals for meat and then cook the meat. But they just give you, like, millions of stacks of it. And I don't know, maybe that's part of the Sunbreak stuff. But it's just so funny how simplified the game's gotten. And a lot of that stuff is really good simplification. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's just kind of some of the essence of, like, what I used to do in the old uh, Monster Hunter games is just, like, absolutely trivialized with the newer additions of it it's just interesting to see yeah it definitely feels like more of a a loot grind than the actual act of like hunting it now yeah coming from someone that doesn't have much experience in monster hunter yeah i think prior to world like a hunt was like a big prep process like you had to remember to bring x y you had to eat z to get the right bonuses and then in world it was kind of like okay you can plan for some stuff, but don't worry. If you forget to eat, you can eat when you're on the hunt, which you could never do before. Um, and I think the last time I really prepped for a hunt in World was, like, the big ones. So it's, like, you know, the behemoth because of the Final Fantasy crossover. Uh, you know, the big dragons, the Safajiva, Xenojiva. Um, I remember that gold lizard, whatever that one was called. Cool Vitaroth, that was a cool one. And F- Fatalis was probably the hardest fight in world that I've ever done. And I had two two builds for that fight. One for the first half of the fight and one for the second half of the fight. And that was like the only time in world where I was like, yeah, I have to prep everything. Everything has to go this way. I have to do this at this time, do that at that time. Like that was the only time I felt like I really had to like learn a fight to even stand a chance to beat it. Um Whereas in 4, I feel like that is kind of a little bit more organic because of how stiff some of the controls are and how, quote-unquote, archaic the systems are compared to the new now. Because in Rise, I haven't really felt that at all. They, they're they very forgiving in Rise with items and eating and pre- preparation. Um, Almost to a detriment. Like, the eating, I don't even feel like is necessary at the time but maybe that's because i don't have the full menu yet and because of like all the defender stuff they're giving you but all of it just seems kind of trivial 
in the grand scheme of things, at least maybe until you hit the DLC. Yeah, I mean, you don't even you don't need to eat because they give you like it's it was so funny. I opened my inventory and I had like fifty max potions and like thirty ancient potions, and I was like. These are like end game items they're giving me right now. Like people don't like start the game with ancient potions. You kind of have to craft your way up to that. Um because normally if you eat you get your health and stamina boost, but if you drink an ancient potion, it'll just do that for you. And so most people don't have that option, which is why they eat because they need the extra health and the stamina. And then when you're in the harder hunts, yeah, you get a couple of max potions. Yeah, you get some ancient potions and it kind of works your way into well, you know, leveling yourself on the playing field of the harder hunts, but I don't know. It's just funny. Like looking at my like item box and seeing all the like super like good shit that I have just off rip was like pretty interesting. Anyway, still a good game. Like eight out of a town. I like the mobility. It's nice. Yeah, agreed. Doggos help win that game for sure. Also, yeah. on winning games, I have been playing Inscription. And by playing, oh, shit, I mean that's I right. played like for two days, and now I'm just kind of, kind of just taking a break on that too. I um, forgot. Yeah, you were playing that. Yeah, I don't want to go into it too much because that does feel like a very, uh, how can I say, like a story, it's story driven, and I I like how it's doing the Hades thing where like death is a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, between that first and second part of the game, it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of lost me. But maybe there's... I'm only playing to find out, like, what's going to happen, pretty much. Um, And I think that's, like, the beauty of it. But it's still a fun game. It's a a card game, Matt. Um, Mm. It's a card game with pretty simple mechanics, but you can still do some crazy stuff once you start getting your strategies in check. Uh, Yeah. Now, once you, I don't know if you knew about this, but there's, uh, I think you made it to the, to part two. I'll just call it part two. Um, did you beat that mm. part or are you still on part two? I'm still on part two and I've only okay. beaten, uh, one of the bosses. Okay. So after part two, there's, that, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just saying that. If you weren't satisfied with part two or anything that comes out after that, there is a mod that exists that turns part one into like an endless runner because so many people like that part of the game. So maybe, Uh you know, if you're if you're not satisfied with anything after part one, check out that mod and see if that scratches the itch that you're looking for. Maybe because I think that's what the problem is. It's hard speaking in code about this all right now, but I I feel like you understand the vibe I'm coming from. Yeah, I it's mean, like I, completely different vibes uh, I, once you hit a certain point in that game. I will say that I liked after part two. And oh, okay. Also. All right, so there is more that will fuel me. Yeah. Part part two was I hard because I I picked a I picked a pretty tough deck to start with and I was getting smashed, but once I tweaked it a little bit and made it through you know the first couple bosses i was like okay that's good and there's actually a a place for in part two where you can just grind uh 
like worry free endlessly and just rack up free money so you can buy all the cards you want if you wanted to do that um, oh nice i do want to do that because my yeah. deck is doo-doo right now <laughs> uh yeah part two is cool because it doesn't turn my office into a furnace from my pc getting <laughs> crazy hot but part one like that's part of that that felt like it just it was part of the atmosphere it's very I, I didn't think part one was sweaty. so graphically intensive but i mean i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing wrong <laughs> just, oh, sometimes okay. sometimes i'll be watching some youtube in 4k and starts getting a little hot oh yikes oh man don't get me started on the hub either but yeah inscription highly recommend picking up it goes on sale like every other month it does go Um, on sale a lot and even if you pay full price for it like i i think it's well worth the money um can can attest to that nice that's it for patch notes we've uh leveled up ourselves made it over to part two of this podcast with trip to the cinematthew I like how you have a different theme song every time, even though there's like a set theme song before it. He does. He does do that a lot. It's great. I I feel like I might have just tampered with the magic now. Might have just street street fighter sixed myself or street fightered myself there, but I just had to put it out there. It's so good every time. Don't worry, the magic will stay. Yes, because like you know, I don't I don't delve into the video games as much. So Matt just I'll have has a deep reflection. Like... <laughs> I'll just have a deep reflection in my head. I'm just like, what sounds are we going to come up? With? Matt just has like a 50 page book of sheet music. <laughs> <laughs> little little jingles for cinematic. I'm just low key playing all those sounds while you guys are talking. <laughs> Which one? Which one am I gonna use? All right. Uh, so, fellas, what we've been watching? Nope. <laughs> nope. <It's> so stupid. <laughs> it, you know that's pretty par for the course for this podcast. But keep going. So. Jordan Peele movie Nope just came out. I think maybe like a month ago. I'm not sure. It's uh it's another horror movie. And uh I don't know. The group I watched it with, we are very mixed on it. Some of us loved it, some of us were indifferent, some of us didn't understand it at all. And um for what it's worth, I think it is a very beautiful movie. Uh who has seen it? Rob, have you seen not it? Not me. But Braxton, you have seen it. Nope, never seen it. Nope, I don't. Nope. Wow, I really nope. dropped the ball on that. <laughs> I really nope. fucked up. I gotta, I gotta go. Yes, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so. Oh, I yeah. Just, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I put it this way, where I really liked Get Out, and then I went to see what was it called? Us. Us. This is us. Us. I saw us, and this I was is us. Like, is completely different. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, very, very just, different. Just double checking. Uh, so I saw us, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't really that good compared to 
uh, Get Out, and then I this loved movie us. came out. Did you really? I, I did. Thought it was, I thought it was all right. I, I feel like this was a lot the, of it because of Tim, Tim Heidecker. Uh, that's part of it. But like as a whole, I just thought it was like this crazy Tim and Eric roller coaster ride. Yeah, and I was kind of expecting it for this one too, which is why I'm not surprised why it's like so divisive. Yeah, because I think people are expecting to be, oh, it has to be so edgy all the time. But like, I think even before the movie came out, Jordan Peele said, "I want to make a like a monster movie, like Jaws or." you know, Predator, where there's, like, this bad guy, this looming, you know, presence. And uh, it's it's more of a thriller, I would say, than a horror movie. A thriller mystery. Because, like, it's just, like, just like with any Jordan Peele movie, things get very weird. But I feel like it was a lot more straightforward. Um it's almost like a Western meets uh, like one of those monster movies. And then it's got that Jordan Peele like added weirdness to it. So I, I enjoyed it. But, you know, it wasn't like crazy. I mean, there's a lot of good symbolism, a lot of good themes in the movie. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because I feel like that is part of the movie. Like... As you see what's happening, it kind of just like unravels and you kind of put two and two together. So I liked it. It wasn't terrifying. Uh, Didn't blow me away, but I think it's worth a watch. And I feel like it is one of those movies where you want to watch it in theaters unless you have like a dope sound system because the graphics were really good, especially when they show some of the some of the, you know monster whatever the thing is i I can't really say it without ruining you can just say it's it's cowboys versus aliens isn't it it's cowboys Cowboys. damn remember that cowboys versus aliens i don't need to i just need to go watch nope and i'll be (laughs) you need to watch nope wasn't uh daniel craig Um, in that movie daniel craig harrison ford that's so funny yeah i don't like but i liked it i liked it I like that the trailer didn't give anything away. It was just very confusing. It is a very good trailer. That's a trailer that is made by people that aren't in a fucking Hollywood boardroom. Yes. It was very good. I, the performances were good. Who was all in it? You have... Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yep. Kiki Palmer. Steven Yoon. Um, if... Anyone watches, uh, what's it called? Euphoria. Her name's Barbie Ferreira. Who is she? She in Euphoria is Cat. If I'm right, is do you know Kat who that is? The blonde one. No. Is Cat the is Hispanic the... one? Um, she is the one called that Sailor. Is on yeah. like the hub. Or Wait, OnlyFans. Oh, okay. In the show, in the you. show, she is. Yeah, oh, yeah. The show she is. I was um, like, uh, are you girl. watching the right note? <laughs> <laughs> it's a. I think. I think so. I think it was the right note. <laughs> he watched Cowboys versus Aliens. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. 
Um, but I liked it. The only thing I'll give in the storyline is that like Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kulia, they are siblings, and then they are the heirs of like a it's like a ranch, right? Like a horse trained horse for like movies. I d- that's what they do. They train oh, horses. Oh yeah, for that's movies. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're like the air buds um, of horses. Yeah, they I'm not sure if this is true or not, but they said that the first horse ever or first person riding a horse recorded on film or in cinema is a black man on a horse. Like out of anything that's ever been recorded on film in history. Did you I don't know if it's true them? or not. I did not fact check that, but at the beginning of the movie, that's how it starts off. Braxton, how does that make you feel? Uh, why did you pull me into this? I just because I well, well you have you such mean, a what do you great mean by that. You you have you have a really great admiration of horses, and I thought that little tidbit of horse history would have kind of piqued your interest. Oh yeah, well you know you know me. The Sea Biscuit Man himself. Yes, classic Tobey Maguire reference. I appreciate that. <laughs> but so, um, wait, before we go on, Braxton, hmm. if you, I just want you to give me a quick synopsis of what you think Nope is about. I want, uh, I want your prediction. Here is my prediction. Uh, in the movie, they do the Akira motorcycle slide. <laughs> on a horse? <laughs> no, not on a horse. That, that Are, you be, sure? That Are, you sure? <laughs> that, Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure, Braxton? Not that, on a horse. That would be really cool if they did they, do it on a horse. They train horses for movies, Braxton. But I did see... Remember, I... I gave you that. I did see. You know, I heard they did CG over that scene in Akira, and it was initially done on a horse to get the, the slide right. And then I, they, they drew over. They drew the bike over the horse. I definitely did see Kiki Palmer on a motorcycle doing the Akira slide, or maybe she was on a bike. I don't remember. That's it was definitely a horse. She may or may not have been. So that's that's what I know about. Nope, the monster they're fighting is a Tetsuya. Tetsuo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a, that's a great prediction. All I can say is, for a little bit, I was looking at the sky, and I'm just like, what's out there? What's out there, man? I was a little scared. It's like, it's like my fear of water. I think I'm afraid of water because of watching Jaws. And I always think there's a shark coming, like irrationally. I'll be in Lake Michigan, and I think there's <laughs> a shark about to get me. It's I don't know why. It's terrible. Man said, it's I don't take fear. baths anymore. Showers only. <laughs> no, I will not take a bath. He might be there. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed now because I'm really hyped up, and now if there isn't an Akira horse slide in the movie, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna have a good time at the movie. <laughs> You might. <laughs> I can't tell you. Maybe maybe that's how they get the big bad. Okay. But yeah, um, I would I would definitely give it a watch. Uh, it's entertaining. It's different. But yeah, Cowboys and Aliens. Nailed it on the head right there. 
What is uh, the rehearsal, Mr. Rob? The rehearsal is Nathan Fielder's new show on HBO. Okay. I've I've heard rumblings. This show is essentially around the premise of Nathan getting people to go through a scene practicing for real life. And the lengths they go to emulate not only the the person that he's going to be talking to, but the building, the atmosphere, even down to responses. Like he has a flow chart of every response you could come across in each situation. And that's what he did with the first guy. He um, basically had some people come in uh, pretending to work on his stove or something. And one of the dudes, while the the man was uh, like getting talked to about his stove, went around with an iPad and 3D mapped his entire apartment, which they then recreated in a studio set down to like the books on a shelf so that when Nathan came in, he would know what book to pull off to start conversation the best and also oh, how to react my. to what the prediction of what the dude was going to say to him. And this was all like the sales pitch to have him go through the same process to deal with his thing. It is absolutely insane. It is Nathan for you with HBO levels of money. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, nice. It's insane. Like they they like, push stuff in the show which I think borderlines on being illegal. <laughs> Does he have someone in his ear or is there like he just memorized he memorized the flow chart? No, he That's just goes crazy. through the M- he goes through the simulation that he sets up until he uh-huh. has it down. So that way there is nothing that can take him by surprise in the real world setting. That's And then he just does it for other people. Wild. And this last episode that just came out uh is it is it's just a delve into it's it's delving into madness like this he has not stopped going at the same pace that he left off on on season three of nathan for you and now he has all the money to play with to do even weirder shit. it's amazing it's hilarious um and also disturbing at times with just like how accurate he is in making these like real life situations just yes yes he crosses lines willingly it's kind of a terrifying how good oh my god episode four is like the most terrifying one jesus gotta check can i just can i just talk about it can i tell you what happens in episode four i won't go but okay what doesn't that uh, okay whatever? I was like, does it spoil? No, it not it really. Like- um, no, no. It, it's just the setup. So he is he's in L.A. for this episode, and he hosts an acting class. Right? It's really a ploy for him to kind of. Oh God! So much happens. I for, already forgot. So whatever. He ho- he hosts an acting class, and. In order to understand what his students are going through, 
he has another class, but then takes the identity of one of his students to sit down in the class to see what it's like from their perspective and hire someone else to be him to go through the class verbatim to what he did to try to really get into the mind of his student to know if he's doing well enough as an instructor and is this and it the, the layers of inception just keep going and eventually he ends up wanting to not break the immersion whatsoever so he basically moves into the guy's apartment without his knowledge <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell dude it's kind of like one of my worst nightmares dude like someone living in your home without <laughs> you knowing that's terrifying. Oh, and then I was geeking out because when he got to the dude's place, he just has all this like weeb memorabilia everywhere. There's, <laughs> there's like little one piece <laughs> posters and like Akatsuki what? stuff. And he has like a shelf of all these uh, like plushies. Oh, my God. This is great. I think there's a Hunter Hunter thing there, too. I was like, okay, this dude's cool, and he does not deserve this kind of invasion right now in his life. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so the rehearsal. Uh, go check it out. Get ready to have your skin crawl and laugh <laughs> at the same time. That's freaking insane. Um, So I guess moving on, I've started watching a Netflix original series is called all of us are dead it is a korean zombie show oh i've never heard of those before yeah me neither i i've never seen any korean zombie shows before but i heard they're i heard they're pretty good but all of us are dead is it's amazing it's got a lot of themes in it so obviously the zombies take over a high school and uh seeps out into the rest of where are they do you remember rob korea are they in seoul <laughs> just korea uh south think, korea yeah so they're in south korea and um shit gets crazy and you see a lot of good um just like portrayals of different themes that happen in survival situations. So you watch, you basically watch these high school kids just go through some really messed up shit with crazy ass zombies that turn within five seconds. They get bit and then five seconds later they're zombies. It's crazy. And I didn't expect it to be as intense as it was, but... Once once the zombies start coming, they just don't stop. And just like, I mean, with the themes that they deal with, it's it's a pretty good show. It's more than a zombie show because you got you got classism. You got teenage pregnancy. What, what else you got in there? You got teenage horny. Just like, yeah, just your typical, you know, K-drama teenage relationships. And then, um, I don't know, just like, you know, 
it's interesting watching the adults interact with the kids during like the exchanges in the high school. Like some of the adults will be trying to help the kids out and trying to like still guide them while other adults have clearly just like fucked them kids and are trying to save themselves. So I think they did a really good job of portraying that. And every single time a zombie is or like every time someone turns into a zombie, it's so cool. They these guys have to be like dancers because they're just like popping and like their bones are cracking in all different directions. It's it's cool. So I would definitely recommend it. It's funny because they they always talk about train to Busan in the show. Like there's this one part where they oh, call it's the cops like reference just, guide, right? <laughs> yeah, that is. They're like, oh my god. What's going on, guys? Have you guys seen Train to Busan? <laughs> <laughs> and they literally like call the cops in one scene, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's crazy. Like, people are just biting people. Like, have you seen Train to Busan?" And the cops just like, "It's like, what is going on? Like, why do you guys keep pranking us today?" The cops don't believe that there's a zombie thing going on. It's just craziness and pandemonium. But I. I'm not finished with it yet either. I'm still like halfway through. Please let and me know what you think when you finish. I think I'm I think I'm getting there. What's getting me is how it ends. Like with the show, it leaves on a cliffhanger and you're just like Oh, those endings to the episodes are stop. rough, dude. They're rough. Oh, it's, ep- it's oh, episodic. Oh no, it's episodic. Oh, I thought it's, it was it's a, it's serialized, but it's a TV yeah. series. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I just remember some of those episodes were like there would be thirty minutes of not really anything happening, and then they finally get you with the fucking hook at the end. Like they're they're just throwing in yeah. filler to get from hook to hook sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like but a lot of yeah, that the, the you know, K drama stuff because there is a little there's a little K drama in there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of why I was hoping that you were gonna say it was a movie because if it starts getting serialized, then they it's are. Like, I think they are um, gonna bring back a season two for it. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know how it ends. So, but shit didn't look like it was going well for humanity. So I'll say, these zombies are no joke. Literally, five seconds. Bit and turn. No hope. All of us are dead. Damn. A modern critique on society. <laughs> We're all dead. There's no hope, yo. <laughs> the bites is just social media. It is. We've all been taken. Technology oh, is bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, Black Mirror, relax. Listen, I don't think it can be said enough. Technology is evil. It's going to lead to humanity's downfall. How many times do we need to watch it through media before we experience it ourselves? It's the AI, man. We're doing it for the AI. No way, AI is lit right now. You see that AI picture generator where you just type in anything and it it just creates what it knows and it just keeps learning off of that so people are just putting in like shit post stuff like uh joe biden hunting footage and it's like 
it emulates like those deer cameras in the woods and night vision. And it's just a terrifying image of Joe Biden in the woods. It's crazy. And all these pictures are generated from nothing. Like it's just the AI piecing them together. Oh my God. Either, you know, we give them everything or the AI is just going to go insane. So like, what the fuck is humanity? Oh, we're already there. I think my favorite, what's it called? Dolly, Dolly Generations. Like Wally with a D. Uh huh. And my favorite one I've come across is someone typed in Kanye West meets Kanye North meets Kanye South meets Kanye East. <laughs> it's just the most terrifyingly hilarious oh set of my pictures. God. Like, none of their faces, if you look really close, it's just like the uncanny valley. Of that is not a person, but like you back up enough and it's like, okay, yeah, that's like what would would it would be if all the Kanye's met. <laughs> what the <laughs> This is a strange place we live in. This is the worst timeline. Or this best. We don't know. Everything is happening all the time, all at once. Everywhere. <laughs> we already talked it's about that movie. It was a critique on society. That wasn't like, that wasn't a tough movie to understand, right? Which one? Everything? Everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Are we really going to double back? I'm just, I'm just asking. Was, I'm asking for a friend. I don't think it was tough to understand, but I could see it being sensory overload where you don't understand what's going on anymore. You're just looking at the ceiling at that point. You're like, ah. What do you say we open up the book to Chapter Black? I don't have a theme song for this one. I don't have one off the top of my head. Then in it. Well, you already did that one. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, no. Now we're demonetized. <laughs> we're already. We get demonetized every episode. That Bro, we are demonetized before this shit even fully uploads. True. But yeah, I've been watching Kaguya-sama Love is War. And that is an amazing show. That is like, it is the best anime I've watched in a long, long time. It is a non-battle battle anime about being too scared of rejection and trying to get your crush to admit that they like you first so you don't have to do it. Love is war. So, so something I will never experience. Damn. You hate to see it. Why not, Braxton? Because I'm single. But <laughs> no, every day is a battle. Every day is a battle. <laughs> A battle with what? Myself? <laughs> <laughs> it's a battle with the swipes. True. Uh, my my thumb has never been stronger. <laughs> How about those forearms, brother? Yeah, I've been working out, you know. Get right? <laughs> get, a little, get in with the get in, you know? Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think you guys should watch this show. <laughs> I do want to watch it. I just have not gotten around to ever clicking play on it. 
it's really good. The characters are amazing. They have amazing arcs. The animation is beautiful. What they do with a lot of the design uh, for expression is amazing because it's not all just like straight up anime at times. Um, sound design is also amazing. It's just it's just a really wholesome, lovely show that I don't know. It really it, there's just so much relatable shit that it has me kind of like looking back romantically to what happens like when you're just trying to figure things out as a horny teenager um to kind of cringing at the same time and like learning from it like they they get the essence of that down so well yeah i need to watch it i don't know what i was watching before this uh did i binge watch something love and world domination i love did after yeah. world domination that's what i binge watched thank you for reminding me yeah so I'll 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 get in you know I'm I'm in my love arc now I guess since I just watched that one so so I can I can I mean I've seen a lot of clips on YouTube and they look very uh, entertaining and I'm like yeah you know what I should watch this show and then Elden Ring happened so and then Rent a Girlfriend season two happened I did not watch that show I heard mixed things about it and I also just didn't think it was that interesting personally but. That's neither here nor there. I don't what know I do, why a season two even came out. That, what I do know about that show is that apparently in the manga, the most recent ep, uh, chapter of the manga, he gets a massive boner in the ocean. It's and, a pool, I think. Oh, yeah, he just draws the main character like... like <laughs> It's like he's ascending in the water and his boner is the flotation device. Oh, I think I'm thinking of a different scene from what I've seen shared in like. Why is there times. multiple boner scenes in that manga? <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's a the dude is just the fucking no. <laughs> it's not. No. I don't. I don't think it is. I from what I've shows. seen, it it's try. It tries to be, but it's just fucking trash. It's just the shit that gives <laughs> anime a bad name. You know what I mean? And the worst part is Crunchyroll like pushes it as like its its main ad when you first log in. So every oh time I like God. go in to watch like I, I've convinced Tin to actually watch an anime with me, and that's Kaguya-sama. But every time we go log in to Crunchyroll, fucking Rent a Girlfriend pops up, and I have to talk her off the ledge of like <laughs> it's not all like this. I swear, <laughs> this shit only happens when other people are in the room. I promise you. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, um, all I've I looked seen up, about the. Oh, you looked it up? No, I, I looked up uh, the anime Kaguya-sama: Love Is War on Google, and like the genres are psychological, romantic comedy, slice of life, and then the next thing under it is is Kaguya-sama: Love Is War inappropriate? <laughs> it's IMDb talking about <clears throat> references to wieners. <laughs> Oh well, how about oh my God. how about you Google Google uh, rent a girlfriend and tell me what those categories are? Oh, please don't. <laughs> Do I want those cookies? Uh, please don't no. without adding Rule Thirty Four to it. Thank you. Okay, don't do that. Don't because you'll probably just get boner pics uncensored. Definitely don't look up Bionicles Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> oh God! Now that's probably better to look at than rent a girlfriend. Just, just guessing. <laughs> Content-wise, I think the quality of those would be way better than anything that's been put out by Rent-A-Girlfriend. 
It's crazy because they got a lot of good like actors in that show, but it's just like that storyline and that main character just sounds awful. And maybe it's maybe I mean Japan always comes out with like weird ass anime here and there, so I'm not surprised that uh, you know this uh, and this is like a real thing in Japan. Like you can actually rent girlfriends, so I'm not really surprised oh. that it. You talking about like anime. hostess clubs? No, I'm talking about like literally like there are services where you can rent a girl to hang out with you and pretend oh, to wait, be your no, girlfriend. Oh, wait, no, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah, or, wait, I have too. It's uh it's prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're not having you don't sex. Ha- I don't think you have to do anything sexual. No, I think it's they're just, just like literally hanging I think out. I actually You I don't think, need to like, buy a hooker for sex. You could just like, I don't know, you could probably just sit down and watch Rent a Girlfriend. Like it's I your mean, choice. You're not wrong. You could hire a hooker to just hang out with her, but I think in Japan, like those companies have rules against like touching the girls in 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 that way. Like you you can only do it in like a girlfriend. You like you go to karaoke or you go to dinner or you know you you sit up in on you know in a park and walk around. You know that stuff like that. Or you rent a girlfriend, take her back to your place. And See, watch Rent a Girlfriend. <laughs> Damn, I think that's okay. against the rules. I so think take can... her to an internet cafe. There you go. And watch Rent a Girlfriend. There you go. Yeah. Wow. That's why they still have internet cafes. So you can watch movies with your Rent a Girlfriend. <laughs> no, bruh. So you could talk shit and beat people in League in person. Ooh. Imagine playing League in the year of our Lord. <laughs> Dude, I thought, I thought that meme... Was kind of true, but like, there people are still out there. Yeah, I know <laughs> people his, his keeping name, it strong. Yeah, his name is Joe Breen, and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's Aram though. Aram's okay. <laughs> if you're playing for Elo, then I think you have the same problem as uh, Braxton taking half of lottery <laughs> winnings and just putting it all in black. <laughs> At least I can get but, some free drinks when I'm gambling. I can't get any free drinks playing League. <laughs> hey, but, but what if Braxton won with that half? He won an additional half. Dude, that's like winning the lottery one and a half times. One and a half times. You're on to something. <laughs> you, you, I, I'd be like... You know, uh, I agree with it. I'd be like a Braxton. fucking um, what's his name? I'd be like Randy in South Park, where he just takes all the village's money and bets it all on black, <laughs> oh, and then he wins, and he's like, "Double down, double down!" No, oh, my god! <laughs> it's like you I saved the town. That. Who cares? Just one more, one more. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay, you win the lottery, right? You take half of it. You bet it on black. You. Basically won the lottery one and a half times, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you take the one point zero lottery you won and host your own lottery. Oh. But why would I want to give it away? Because you make the money off the tickets that you're doing on your Ooh, own. But then you idea. convince the person to take half of that, it whoever wins, and bet it on black again. <laughs> so they host their own lottery, but you get twenty percent finder's fee and royalties. Ooh. You know, this just sounds so like an like NFT a... scam. 
This is how MLMs it's like a high begin. stakes, super high stakes Ponzi scheme. Because you don't know if it's gonna land on black. Yeah, I was to say the scheme stops as soon as I lose the first roll. <laughs> oh my god! That's why you tell the next person in line you gotta double down so you get two people to do it. Because one of them might lose, and it's exactly. always black. You can't do red. You can't do double zero. No, no, that's in the contract. If you do red, you lose it automatically. It goes back. Yeah. It goes back to the original founder. It goes back to the fund. <laughs> Give me all that money back. Is it illegal to host your own lottery? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it is. But well, I, gambling I laws, gambling state laws, right? Like that has. To yeah. Be yeah. There's probably like some bullshit, you know, regulation. You have to have I feel, or something. I feel like, like I would lose all my money trying to advertise the lottery, and then if, <laughs> and then if no one buys in, I'm, I'm just ruined. literally hang around, <laughs> hang out in a corner. Just be like, want to buy this lottery ticket? <laughs> and then if you win, you have to put it on black. I'm just letting you know right now. Or worst case Once scenario, win, only one person participates. Like, there's that one person you know. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a try. <laughs> Automatically win it because they're the only one. <laughs> okay, this might not be the best business plan in hindsight. So, um, hey. back to the drawing board. That's so funny. <laughs> Can't hate it till we try it. This is true. So, Braxton, this you got to win the lottery. Is what. Needs to happen. Yeah, this is the only way the the gear. Yeah, the gears start running once I win the lottery, (laughs) and then we can start working. Imagine how many months of unlimited pro SoundCloud we could get if we won the lottery. For the rest of our life, decades. Yeah, let's say a lifetime supply. (laughs) Just buy Spotify. One coin, one point three billion. Something like that. So with tech taxes out, you're probably making like 800, 700. Yeah, what's the lump sum takeaway on that? I think lump sum is 40%. It's a lot. It's like 40% if you want to grab it all. You remember when it was this high back in 2015? Uh, Wait, it was was at a billion? Yeah, yeah. It was was something billion. Um, But I just remember like when I bought that ticket, I, I put all my chips and karma into like manifesting that destiny and nothing happened and there's like four winners in california and now i'm out here in california <laughs> trying to win the lottery <laughs> the winners well, like ba- literally back home <laughs> like a couple towns away <laughs> it's like slots you fucked up dude you were supposed to not go to cali true and He's now, Braxton, sorry, you're stuck in Illinois. I'm good. I'm in Wisconsin. I think I'm going to buy it next time. I'll start this off, y'all. I mean, <laughs> I got I, what's crazy about that lottery, like, I don't play the lottery. I, I just don't. Like, I like gambling, but I don't like that kind of gambling. Um, but it was just funny that the winner of this one was in Illinois. And that just makes it seem like, damn, maybe I could have had a chance. That's how they get you. And then I'll just and then I'll just ignore it. Like if I was ever to like I feel like when I get older, I'm gonna start doing like a monthly scratch off and just see what I get. Because I think scratch offs are pretty fun. Whatever. You just scratch, you fire and forget, and then it's over. 
instead of like buying a ticket and then like agonizing yourself to death for the next like oh week God. or two weeks yeah hoping you you know praying you get a number i think that's the thing like a lot of the people who do it just do it on a whim it's not like my survival depends on me winning this lottery well, uh, not everyone's like that i mean they don't call it the the tax on the poor for nothing yeah that's fair and also, I looked it up. the uh, The lump sum was about seven hundred and fifty million. Oh my! That's God. not bad. It's, uh, That's so not bad at all. I think that would pay off my student loans. So basically, three hundred, three hundred, they pay off like the whole state student. <laughs> No, fuck that shit. I earned that. It I ain't paying for anyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for your guys. I'll pay for your guys' student loans. That's it. Uh, Damn, I like bro. how Braxton's ten-year plan is like. How can I be more efficient at being a degenerate? <laughs> Scratch offs. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, if I'm gonna be a, <laughs> if I'm gonna be like a destitute problem gambler, at least do the light stuff that won't ruin me financially. You know, Braxton, like, twenty-five like years is gonna be at the Arlington racetrack betting on horses that don't exist, but he's actually <laughs> at a Bears game. <laughs> Yeah, so I was hey, just saying, I, like, how? How's he I, doing hey, this? I bet on horses once in my life, and I will never do it again. I only did it because it was a company trip, but uh, I didn't oh, know same. what was going on. And then I was like, oh, great, let me put $50 down, and then I lost it all. And I was like, I don't God like damn. horses. <laughs> I hate horses. Is that just like, the, you have to pick the horse that wins, or... There's yeah, different betting formats. There's yeah, so you can you okay, can pick the one that okay. wins. You can pick like the top three. You can pick like top two. It's basically pick, parlays with horses. Yeah, there's oh, a bunch okay. of parlay okay. options based on the the race results. Fuck around with some parlays. I wish I could. I wanted to this year and found out that California is not allowed to have gambling apps. Damn. And it sucks because oh, I know I. I have money I won on FanDuel from like 2014 that's still just sitting there, not doing Wait. anything. Oh, God. Can you can you pull it out or? I don't know. Not in California. <laughs> <laughs> like I, li- I just I think if I download the app, through. I can't with I can't like do anything. I can't like link my bank account or anything. Oh, so you should do that when you're in Vegas then. Yeah, or when I'm back in Illinois. Either way. Yeah. yeah. I'm just okay. I'm gonna make a 400 400 mile road trip to Vegas just to withdraw the ten dollars I won in a couple fifty fifties. <laughs> no, if you're gonna go down there, you might as well start betting it up so you can win and not be able to pull it out next time. <laughs> Got it. All right. So we are gonna proceed with the build our own lottery MLM. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. What are we even talking about right now? Okay, Matt. Uh I think honestly I think we started with we started with rent a girlfriend and it was so trash we went right back to gambling. (laughs) (laughs) And starting our own lottery. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Matt, you have a little typo here. Um it's actually spy X family. Pronounced spy family. Um, but it's okay. We'll forgive you this time. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Cause you've been watching the show. Yeah. Uh, I finished it. Uh, I want to say two weeks ago and, uh, I, I did not expect it to be what it was. Um, I like that 
each part of this said spy family has no idea about what the heck is going on with the other family member. Um, it's a really cool concept. And how would you guys describe the show? Would you be? Would you say it's like? I mean, there is the main storyline, but like each episode is like very weird, and they go on their own little adventures. It's like it's, almost uh, uh, it's slice of life. It's just slice of life if you were surrounded yeah. by super interesting people. I know, and like they get into some crazy situations individually. But yeah. I like Who's it. your favorite character so uh, far? I think And if it's not the dog, then you have a problem. I mean, what? the dog has technically doesn't exist yet. It was a, it was tease. No, the dog oh. exists. I mean, he right. does, but he's not, like, in the oh, show part yet. of the family. Are you yeah. caught up um, in it, Bryson? Me? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. The dog was in, like, uh, five minutes of, like, the last episode. Still counts. <laughs> still Just counts. like the Attack Titan reaching final form still counts. <laughs> does it still count if it's... Why is Attack on Titan called the final season? It... We'll get back to that later. But <laughs> Because they want your money. That's the <laughs> oh for their lottery scheme, we got you. You know what you're doing. Attack yeah. on Titan. No, no, We're gonna no, get there, there first. No, in Japan, that's just they're making a new pachinko machine. That's what's going on. We're talking about the culture that invented gotcha and infected the globe with it. Yeah, I was about to say that, that's gonna be a new gotcha machine and a new pachinko machine. So don't even worry about that one. Attack, <laughs> the, the next Attack on Titan season, it's just it's just gotcha. Like you gotta. You gotta really hope and wait for it to come. Not to derail from Spy Family, but literally Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, the most recent, like, remastered version of that game is a pachinko machine. I'm not surprised. Before Devil May Cry 5, I think the latest iteration of Devil May Cry was on a pachinko machine. So that's that's where Japan's at. But, you know, back to Spy, X Family. I know we like to gamble, but <laughs> This is the, this is the Bakarat Boys episode. It's the Bakarat Boys. We're the Bakarat Boys. Um Oh yeah, but my favorite character, I think it's the wife. Yeah. She's badass. Your? Yeah, your really is like Your is so genuinely. badass. Like I wonder I wonder if they'll ever find out about each other. I guess we'll see. Eh, probably I, not. I can't believe it's over. One of them knows. Oh, yeah, I guess technically. maybe. Oh, yeah. That's not even a spoiler. Like, Anna knows. Yeah. <laughs> That's her thing, right? Yeah. But I like how instead of her just coming out and, like, telling everyone, she just she just wants to, like, keep the family together and make sure everything goes as smoothly as possible. It's really it's really wholesome and like sad in some ways. Man, it's it been is. a while since I've read the manga but like you're bringing me back now. It's just like a really wholesome family story with like all these crazy hijinks incorporated into it. It is. It is and like you know, they Loki, I feel like they're falling in love with each other, becoming a little family. So it's Yeah. A little show. That's like I that's the only time I wish for the trope to actually happen because it's like so it, it how they would get there seems so insurmountably impossible. 
but it's happening. Ooh, I take it back. I take back Ooh. my favorite. Your is dope, but Ooh. I think the headmaster. <laughs> headmaster is pretty. My cool. favorite character. He is awesome. I just love how excitable he is, and like he's just in love with elegance. What does he say? I f- I forgot what he says. It's been like two weeks. I forgot. But like anytime he's like super excited or someone does something, he's just like elegant. Reminds me of uh, Hisoka. Anytime Gon did something, I think that's. Anytime. I think that's a different thrill. <laughs> <laughs> same, I don't know. I think level. it's. I think it's very similar. Thrill. Same level of excitement. Different Jesus. thrill. <laughs> Yeah, different thrill. It is a different. Th- <laughs> oh my god! So where it is in the anime right now has yours brother made an appearance yet? Yep. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, Goro um, Akechi Persona Five. In terms, oh, so they haven't gone into the relationship yet? No, they have. He's, okay. Uh, he's he's in love with her. He's in love with her. Um, All I'm saying is, is what is it going to take for incest to not be an anime? Uh, talk to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think he was actually inspired by Sword Art Online for Game of Thrones. True. Just, I mean, yeah. Oh God. High fantasy. I mean, if, there's, if there's one thing <laughs> anime likes is... Uh, Close to incest or just straight up incest? <laughs> What's the new one out right now? My ex oh, girlfriend my, is my, my stepmom's daughter. <laughs> yeah, something like that. My ex girlfriend is my stepmother's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but at least that's step stu- step stuff. So you know, there's some plausible deniability, but there's some straight up. Just straight incest stuff as well that exists. There's, yeah, there's no doubt about that. People going apparently gets e going out the door. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you about the time where, like, there wasn't really, like, Reddit wasn't what it was back in the day. I'm talking like when we were all in grade school dude like there wasn't really forums or anything youtube was just amvs and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i got a lot of my uh, recommendations from like funny junk and one of the things that was on funny oh junk my god was kiss at x sis and Whoa, i was, was just, just like <gasps> i was just about to mention that holy <laughs> shit that's the progenitor bro so i <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is dope. And now I like that's when I learned with like uh, what anime freak TV was and whatnot. Um, And I get on there and I'm 15, maybe 15 minutes in. And I just have this gut sinking feeling of like something is about to go wrong that I, I know I should not be watching right now. It was incest all along. Oh, yeah, that whole show is uh, brother sister incest, sister sister incest. I mean, you can get it at all flavors in that show. So, 
maybe we're just close-minded and like this will be <laughs> In 20 years, like, we're going to, this is not going to, maybe this won't age well. In 20 years, like, who knows? Like, maybe society will have transformed into. Well, uh, Rob, you you can talk to your brother and sister about that if you want to. (laughs) That's disgusting. No, that doesn't make sense. I would be the boomer of that generation. Looking down on all the TikTok children's children. Don't do this. You know, back in my day, oh, we God. didn't kiss our sisters for TikTok likes. Well that's, well, that's not true. I'm sure you could find a nice southern place. You can find that. Yes. Yes. Where was Chris Chan from again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd rather talk about gambling. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just trying to steer us back on the path. <laughs> but Spy Family... Uh, Elegante. Elegante. <laughs> Elegante. <laughs> uh, that's probably not what he says at all. <laughs> whenever I'm going to, I'll start it up soon. And whenever the dude says it, I will just redub it. Screaming okay, Elegante. Okay. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I like it. It's good. Braxton, have you been watching the new season of Comey? Yeah, I watched it already. Is it all out? Yeah, it finished. What the fuck, dude? Anime is leaving me in the <laughs> dust right now. Yeah, that uh, that was in tandem with... Uh, shoot. that I think that was in tandem with Spy Family, if I remember correctly. Because uh, <laughs> Comey was always on the weekdays, and the Spy Family was always on the weekends. So when did back we? Back I feel like season one of Comey just came out. Like we oh, talked no. about it in one of the episodes. No, we're done with season two now. You got to catch up. Oh, dude. <laughs> okay, episode thirty nine. We talked about Comey son. So if you're if you're listening to this podcast chronologically, then yeah, it does seem like it just came out, right? So we're okay on that front. In this in this part of the timeline. But if you dig deeper, you'll understand that there's a very large time skip from episode 39 to 40. <laughs> and here we are now. Literally, 39 could have been a year ago. I think it was a year ago. It was before <laughs> I think my it wedding. Was. <clears throat> I think you were before your bachelor party, too. Oh, man, we're coming up on that. <clears throat> Good times. I probably wasn't even. I engaged. will say though, I've never. Do you remember the people that went to Rivers? There is some. There is some real degenerates at Rivers. I'm pretty sure there was some fucking Russian mob there the night we went. Oof, that's a little scary. I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy winning money. I was watching Matt win money. He let me actually do it once, and I think I won two bucks. So thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you for my first slot win. <laughs> you were the person that <laughs> set me that. up. I I yeah. scoped, I found you, and I won two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Got you a little dopamine rush. It's all good. It's enough it's for all me. all love. Call that a success. <laughs> man. All right. And with that, we close chapter black. And I would just want to make some honorable mentions to Bastard. Not good. Um, restarted 
picked up from uh, where I left off in Seven Deadly Sons. Not good. Um, just really, there's some real problematic shit in those shows. That's all I gotta say. Okay, closing chapter black. That was that blog. Or is it prologue? Oh, epilogue. okay. So epilogue. yeah, so those shows are bad, but Kiss Sis is all right. Okay. <laughs> I I, I don't. I I can't I, say. I, I never finished. I never finished the first episode, so I I can't say that I have enough to form an opinion. <laughs> But maybe we'll revisit it. <laughs> oh, so you so you'll revisit that, but not redo of healer hypocrite. That, well, that's what I'm saying. There's a <laughs> there's a cue, Braxton. There's a cue. I can't just I just can't skip. I, there is a line for smut, and it is it is a straight line. There are no, <laughs> there are no twists and turns. You just have right. to go through it. Well, it won't be pretty straight when you watch both of those shows. Is all I'm gonna say. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. That would, oh, dude, that would be rough. Probably just be asexual at the end of it all. Yeah, let's get wrecked. My wreck for this episode is the Street Fighter Six jury trailer, which has an Akira bike slide on it, but not on a horse, yes. on a motorcycle. <sighs> and the trailer I put up is clipped with evil reaction so you too can feel as hype as a room full of sweaty testosterone filled men watching video games uh man yeah. <laughs> it's cutting off for me but it says so mouthwatering Kore- yeah. oh korean street so, food for me it just again? said so, so mouthwatering korea more you did this last time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to continue that theme of Jesus putting out street food. That's my favorite shit to just have in the background and just like occasionally look up and I'm like, wow, that is some beautiful street food. Uh, this one is an hour and a half long video of 14 different street food and night market. It's a compilation. So... If you need some background noise, some oil frying, put it on. You got some sweet pancake. You got some... Oh, God. I'm going to say it so wrong. Rice cakes, essentially. Say it. No, say it. Tzatziki. Say it, <laughs> You're actually not far off, Braxton. Titik Buck. Terrible, terrible. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that was even worse. I went for it and I lost. I failed. You got a no, honeycomb egg waffle. You got fried squid, oh. Japanese yaki noodle. Is this Chinese a channel noodle. link or is this just one video with all these? This is one video. It's an hour and a half long. It's an hour and a You watched this for an oh hour and a half? Oh my god. Yes, I do. <laughs> there is so much butter being melted on a griddle right now. Bro. You don't they literally it, just said sudden... butter. It's what's for breakfast, <laughs> dinner, and lunch. It's hypnotizing. All of a sudden, Jesus. you're just 50 minutes in and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? That's delicious. It's a great. Check it out. You like it. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't do this the right food? now. I just ate. 
is delicious. It's oh no, it looks it's so good. Ridiculous. Wait, they're making yeah. like a nut filled mochi. Oh my! Oh my god! I gotta close this out. You close it. Close it, or yeah, else you're you, gonna get you, stuck. You gotta. Right? I was about to say you gotta. You gotta put it on incognito. The way you're sounding <laughs> over there. <laughs> so mouth watering. Yeah, NSF. Check it out. <laughs> it is. It's not. Because you're not gonna get any work done, and it's, it's some crazy shit, y'all. Dang. And uh, with that self declaration from Matt as our resident, our new resident Koreaboo, um, Braxton <laughs> Gunnin for the Weeaboo position with the Chainsaw Man trailer. Yeah, new one came out uh, a week ago, last Friday, I think. Um, and the release date, well, they didn't do a hard date. They just said it was coming in October. So uh, animation still looks damn good. Um, couple new voice actors. Oh, oh, the, oh, they got a, a, a they got I for Rose, who is Jolene in, um, uh, in Stone Ocean. Uh, yeah. She's Are we talking dubs or subs? Subs. She I for Rose. Do you think that's a English name? I mean, what's American, Braxton? Are you really, are you really denying the depth of culture we have here, Trust especially me, with with us being colored people whose names are Robert, Matthew, and Alan? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's that's, it's a joke. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not our real names, everyone. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but no, Iferose is playing Power. So good for her. She's still uh, doing voiceover work. So that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, that's really all I got from that trailer. I don't know anything about the manga. I did listen to Wooly talk about binging the manga. Apparently the manga is pretty short because he said he binged through it pretty quickly. Um, it's not that did. short. It's just it's gourmet potato chips. You cannot put it down. I've, I finished it in he, like two days. Yeah, that's yeah. I think he said he finished it over a weekend. Yeah, so it's very it's very possible. Um, the second arc just came out too, and that one it just picked up where it left off. It's it's amazing so far. So I'm looking forward to not having to read and looking at how good this can get animated. Can I just put in my little manga recommendations right now? Uh, I mean, it's your show. It's our show. Communism wins again. <laughs> I'm more of a. I look at it more from a socialist perspective. We and all win. Committed to the cause. When we when we all win, we all win. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, for those who like to flip through the pages of your cell phone or physical, more power to you if you read physical, um, One Punch Man just finished its recent arc with, um, the Monster Association. Fucking amazing. Um, also check out the original, uh, webcomic from One. That one's really good too. Uh, Mashal, really, really good. Um, that's bound to get an anime at some point. That's like, it's it's like Mob Psycho with Harry Potter. It's fucking oh. amazing. Oh, Mob Psycho season three announced. That's coming in oh, October. Yeah, that's right. What, dude? No I one's that was dude. Done. Yes. They no, said it was bro. Done. 
No, no the, season the, that, three, baby. No, season season three got announced like a month ago, I think. No, it wasn't that far. It wasn't that long ago. Well, I retweeted it. I'm gonna double check when I retweeted that because it was. I thought it was a while ago. I screamed That's when crazy. I found out. I, I was it was literally just a quiet Sunday and I went no way <laughs> oh my god that is oh my god I could have screamed that on the mountaintops everyone knows already probably uh, also <laughs> Bunko Bunko Stray Dog season four is also uh, uh, announced as well oh I need to I need to watch that shit oh dude that's, that's too much that's, shit that's just a me thing. I didn't know if people really watched it other than me at this point. Bungo's was, beloved. Yeah, that's a, I, I like it. I thought it was cool. Is it? Do you watch it? Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? Subbed. Is the so okay? This is gonna sound like blasphemy, but I've been watching a lot of stuff dubbed recently. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Oh, and Vinland Saga is January of next year. Dude, shut the fuck up. Nice. Yep, season two. Oh my god! Oh, Made in Abyss season two is out right now. Oh, oh yeah. Like okay, never mind. Have you, you so have much. you seen it? I've seen parts of it. I just don't like the like they're kids and they're like getting killed. I don't like looking at that. <laughs> Maybe Bro, that's just me, but but they look they you look watch like little Attack on Titan. What are you talking yeah, but, about? Yeah, but these are like chibi little like eleven year olds that you are you watch like, the Promised Neverland. Yeah, first season. For one season. (laughs) (laughs) No one watches the second season. Yeah, the first season. Okay, Mob Mob Psycho was announced. I retweeted this in May. Oh, shit. May? So, yeah, May. And And it was announced in May. And it said it was releasing in October. So yeah, it was it was more than a month Whoa. ago. It was a while ago. All right. Well, you know, Braxton, that's how hard I'm Whoa. buzzing because it feels like it was just yesterday <laughs> when I was popping off on my Whoa. living room couch for Mob Psycho season three. Uh, Is it just another October release date? There's no like actual day. It only said October, yeah, October. in this. Yeah, it's the same thing with Chainsaw Man. Just October. Media said get it all out in October before no nut November. Please. True. For all our sakes. So a lot of good stuff to look forward to. (laughs) Oh, Gundam Mercury, the witch from Mercury. That's premiering in October too. There's too much. There's too much stuff. There's too much stuff coming out. Too much. Too much. Oh, for anyone that's into it, Devil is a part timer. um, Season two finally. Came out after like what seven years? I think that's right. Seven. I, I mean, I never watched it, but yeah, it was a, the longest transition time. I think it's all right start- right now. Okay, okay. I started it, but then I fell asleep midway through, and then Netflix just kept going for like three episodes, <laughs> and then I just stopped because I saw some stuff and I was like, "No, oh, it's, it's ruined. It's ruined." And then I turned it off and never turned it back on. If you're wondering why your Funimation settings have changed, it's because that happened with me in Gundam Seed. And I remember leaving off on 13, but when I woke up, my phone was burning my face because it was running all night and I was on like episode 42. (laughs) Oh, so you put like a stop after a certain amount of episodes? I put stop after one episode. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Just to be sure. That's hilarious. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of animes coming out. A lot of, a lot of animus. Animus. 
yeah, we're grown men, and uh, this, is, this is what we do. And if you want to follow that, you know where to find us on the link tree that Braxton so kindly put up in our description. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you next time. I don't have a stinger. Who's got a stinger? Matt, can you tell us a story? Just just a quick, just give us the funniest story, the funniest thing that's happened to you in, like, the last three weeks. Uh, well, keep, keep time constraints within that story. Yeah, you need to sum it up in two minutes. But oh it needs God. to be a worthwhile story. Come on, you've had time to prepare. I've given you, like, ten seconds. Oh, God. Oh God! Once upon a time, there oh, here was we go. An ugl- there was an ugly barnacle. He was so ugly that everyone died. The end. Damn it! It's stories that like that that really just hit your soul. It just hits your soul and just really makes you think about your blessings. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you on the next one where Matt will have two funny stories. For us. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Uh. Man, I'm just happy that wasn't me. <laughs> All right, Avita Zane. Is that bye? That means goodbye. That does mean goodbye. Just can't close my eyes